Day 6. Nutrition and Sugars Hi again. Henry's story that we talked about on day 5 is very interesting and may just apply to you. If you are often hungry and are also having problems controlling your weight, you should first make sure that it is not a physical problem. The most common physical problem responsible for cravings and feelings of discomfort is a drop of sugar in the blood, which doctors call reactive hypoglycemia. Along with uncontrollable cravings, the other feelings of discomfort are sudden fatigue, lack of energy, headaches, sweating, shakes and often a sudden change in personality along with mood swings. Usually these symptoms will disappear once we have eaten too much as if we had a bottomless pit. Do you know what happened to Henry? Dr. Rock met with his doctor two months later. She told him that after their confrontation, Henry finally decided to do the test Dr. Rock had proposed of eating a source of protein every four hours and having a snack at 4pm. To his great surprise, he felt much better since day one without food urges, without excessive fatigue and without irritability. Over two months, he lost 22 pounds, one stone five pounds or 10 kilos. Another of Dr. Rock's case histories was a lady called Sylvia. Sylvia was 33 years of age and was only 10 pounds or 5 kilos overweight. Looking at her, you would say she was a movie star. She was a very attractive lady. Life appeared to be good for her. However, analysing her mental weight questionnaire was another story. She had very poor self-image and was bulimic. She told Dr. Rock that she could not stop eating and was vomiting up to 10 times a day. She asked him to refer her to a psychiatrist. Her report showed many examples of low blood sugar and hypoglycemia. Dr. Rock told her if he was referring her to a psychiatrist, he would first like to eliminate the physiological causes of her behaviour. There is no use treating psychiatric causes if you have not first eliminated the physiological causes. For the upcoming week, he gave her a table for calculating the amount of sugar and fat in her food and asked her to evaluate the typical quantities she ate in a typical day. The following week, she brought him her results and said that she could not believe what had happened. On average that week, she ate the equivalent of 90 teaspoons of sugar a day. She said she was really addicted. Sylvia loved pasta, rice, bread, desserts, soft drinks and fruit juices and all the foods that are very high in carbohydrate. Dr. Rock then explained her behaviour to her and told her that if one eats a lot of carbohydrates, the pancreas has to work hard at quickly making insulin to digest all these mainly refined sugars, which are very quickly assimilated into the bloodstream. The result is that a few hours later, blood sugar becomes too low 
and what follows are symptoms of hypoglycemia, uncontrollable cravings and change in personality. The only way to treat hypoglycemia and the related cravings is to prevent them. For most people, preventing them from happening means reducing carbohydrate, especially refined sugars, and eating a protein every three to four hours. Sylvia understood, but said that she told herself that she should still be able to control her diet. She said that she had everything in life, but didn't really deserve it. Dr. Larocque explained that what she was feeling was guilt and that at this point, her behaviour was of the psychological origin. This can be explained using A, B, C and D. A equals the event. I give in because of my hypoglycemia. B equals my thought. I should be able to control my diet. C equals my automatic emotion. I feel guilty. And D, my behaviour. I continue to stuff myself until I feel physically sick. My thought, I should be able to control my diet, is an unrealistic thought. Dr. Rock explained to her that at the beginning she did not know she was consuming amounts of sugar which were responsible for her loss of control. She liked the taste and thought it was okay. He told her that she had the right to make mistakes that she was a responsible person and to accept the consequences of her actions. The good news is our past mistakes are wonderful opportunities to improve ourselves. To help her lose a few excess pounds and prevent hypoglycemia, he prescribed her a low-calorie diet with two protein supplements for snacks, while recommending she reduce her intake of refined sugars. The next week, glowing, she told him that she felt incredible. She said she had lost a kilo or two pounds and that she didn't feel hungry or sick the whole week. She said that this was the first time in 15 years. Dr. Rock asked her what she had learned from the visits, to which she replied that she was more aware of hypoglycemia and how she must eat protein or protein supplements every three to four hours to prevent hunger. Dr. Larocque also pointed out the importance of not eating fruit by itself as it is a sugar and would temporarily satisfy her causing her to be hungry half an hour later. Just a tip for you, if you are going to eat a fruit, take it with a source of protein. She asked Dr. Larocque if drinking cola from time to time was okay. He replied by telling her that it was her choice, but proceeded to give her the following facts. A 12 ounce or 350 ml soft drink contains 10 teaspoons of refined sugars. A piece of beef put in a bowl of cola will dissolve in two days. To clean your toilet bowl, simply pour in a can of cola. Leave for an hour and then flush. A nail in cola will dissolve in four days. And truck drivers who deliver cola have used it to clean their engines for the past 20 years. Cola contains phosphoric acid, which is known as a powerful corrosive agent, 
So much so that trucks carrying cola concentrate have a sign saying that the vehicle is carrying a hazardous material. Do you still want to drink it? Bye for now.